Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Paper Ghosts is a production of iHeartRadio. Previously on Paper Ghosts. So they come to you and you give them the okay to consume that DNA. I first call Joanne and we have this discussion about this is our one shot. You know, we, we may not get it again if we agree to do this. She was in complete agreement and said we've got to do what we've got to do. In the process of of our analysis of the physical evidence uh, using more modern DNA tests. The shoelaces were of tremendous interest to us. A couple of uh, local FBI agents came to my house and took a DNA swab uh, for me. Uh, they apparently found male DNA that they can use. Obviously, they have something uh, that they are processing. My name is M. William Phelps. I'm an investigative journalist and author of more than 40 true crime books. This is Season 3 of Paper Ghosts. In plain sight. Over the course of my investigation into Tammy Zawicki's murder, I kept coming back to one word trust. From the beginning, everything in Tammy's case, the crime scene on I 80, 
the time of day, a highway full of witnesses, just about everything, pointed to one conclusion. Tammy trusted her killer enough to willingly accept a ride. I think she trusted somebody and took a ride or whatever, and then it went off the rails from there. I don't know if it would be a serial killer. It it could be just a random one-time event. You know, the opportunity was there. They took her. I believe her murderer posed as a Good Samaritan, pulled over under the guise of offering help, and he probably offered her a ride. So many of the people interviewed for this podcast agreed that, on the surface, whoever abducted and murdered Tammy did not ostensibly pose a threat. And despite what early witness statements and the media seemed to imply, I'm convinced this person was not a trucker. I believe that she was dumped across state to draw interest away from where she was picked up. And I believe that that's because that area has a connection to her killer. And I really believe that the case was getting national news. It was getting a lot of attention. And I think that the body was left so that we would find it. It could have been dumped in a far more remote, discreet area. If you're a trucker, you know where people are not going to be. You know, there are places that are deserted. And while it wasn't left in the middle of the road, it was left in a place where it was going to be found. And I think that that was on purpose so that we would look in Missouri and stop looking in Illinois. Tammy's friend, Stacy Pappas, states perfectly what I have come to believe over the past year. That Tammy's killer likely acted on an opportunity and abducted her at random but had certainly thought things out meticulously afterwards. Like Stacy, I believe his movements after Tammy's death were calculated and meant to distract. And he knew a thing or two about where to dump a body. Here's Tammy's best friend, Jen Nelson. I think it's hard to imagine a monster who would abduct a young woman, kill them, and only do that once in their life. No, I think it's a monster who was out there and was going to hurt somebody else. There are so many different ways that life in 1992 were different than today that it it sometimes makes it hard for listeners to to imagine how did this happen? Why did this happen? You know, well, why didn't she do this or that? And and you have to really put yourself back into 1992 to, to have a better grasp of of, you know, what she was thinking, what she was feeling, what the investigators were doing to try to investigate this case. Brian Town is a special prosecutor for the state of Illinois. Prior to that, he was the state's attorney for LaSalle County from 2006 to 2016 and the assistant state's attorney in 1992 when Tammy went missing. I mean, I say this all the time that you can't look at a 1992 case through a contemporary lens or an emotional feeling of what's going on today, but subconsciously you do, unless you're conscious of the fact that you shouldn't. Exactly right. 
It's all about, you know, the time, the era. And I certainly wouldn't call this a, a cold case, but in virtually every cold case in the United States of America, that's the first and sometimes most difficult hurdle for an investigation is to say, okay, I've got to get back to 1956 or 1973 or whatever year we're talking about. And I've got to think like they thought then and try to have that perspective. Otherwise, it's going to be a, a difficult uh, investigation. If she felt any discomfort from a truck driver, she could have easily ran into those cornfields. I mean, you run into one of those cornfields right there, you're gone. You're hiding. Yeah. Being a a Midwest guy, I can tell you that in August, the corn is pretty high and absolutely she could have very easily escaped any kind of attacker. And I-80 in that particular area or that corridor is is wide open. I mean, there might be some fences, but certainly uh, I think she would, would have been able to escape uh, if she had felt threatened or if someone was, you know, trying to abduct her. It's a thought that haunts me. Tammy was abducted from a busy highway in Illinois in broad daylight on a hot afternoon in August 1992. A flood of tips led law enforcement to search for a trucker in connection with her disappearance. There was even a composite of an 18-wheeler with two stripes released. Tammy's body was found nine days later in Missouri, just 15 feet off the shoulder of an exit ramp frequented by truckers. Which begs the question, did her killer capitalize on the frenzied search for a trucker? Here's former ISP Lieutenant Jeff Padilla. One of the things that led to the overall truck driver theme was the fact that the bedding that she was wrapped in would have fit the bedding in the back of a a sleeper berth. That doesn't mean it was from a sleeper berth, and that doesn't mean that that bedding wasn't just bought at a a Walmart or any other store along the way. And so, you know, that's, I think, sort of a good lesson about jumping to conclusions. You know, you have, all right, it fits the bedding that she's wrapped in fits a sleeper berth. That doesn't mean that it was a truck. And then particularly as a supervisor, you start saying something like that, or you even voice that, oh, it must have been a truck driver. Every one of your detectives then is focused on truck drivers. And that's the last thing we wanted. You know, because we we did have other information out there. And, and then, you know, you, you want to keep all things open. I've said it all along. There's been an element of tunnel vision that, in my view, hindered progress in the investigation, at least in the early days. And as the saying goes, if you don't change the way you look at things, the things you look at will not change. So... If I shift my focus from truck driver to someone Tammy could have trusted, a new pool of potential suspects opens up. We always struggled with the idea of, you know, the couple things. Somebody in a position of authority or somebody right at her age that she may have known. Like, we had the idea that we thought that there was a possibility that the actual offender was another Grinnell College male student because she would have to have, you know, like, oh, I recognize you from campus, aren't you, you know, or you have somebody with a a badge and a uniform that they're like, come on, I'll, I'll hop in, I'll give you a ride. And then she would feel comfortable with that. 
Law enforcement followed that threat, but there was no evidence to support a fellow Grinnell student's involvement, or any student for that matter. So then, if you apply the logic that Tammy instinctively trusted a stranger, you could draw the conclusion that this person was someone in a position of authority. If you recall from an earlier episode, Tammy's car was found locked on the shoulder of the interstate. There was no sign of a struggle in or around the vehicle. Her purse, along with her ID, were not in the car. So it seems that when her abductor arrived to offer help, Tammy felt at ease, took her bag, and left willingly with that person. It's a point I brought up with Jeff Hanford a former ISP officer who worked on Tammy's case. You know, I mean, in my talks that I gave after this, I would tell them I wouldn't accept any help from anybody who is not a uniformed policeman. I said, because I know how you know what they're going to do for you. They're going to call you a, a tow truck that's on a list that's been vetted. You said uniformed policemen. Why only uniformed policemen? People that are impersonating policemen aren't going to be in a marked car with a uniform on. They're just not. It's it's too much. It's too dangerous. You know, it's too easy to get caught. Nowadays, you'll see county deputies out there quite a bit too. I've noticed that. So, you know, but a uniformed police officer in a marked squad car, that's what you want. That's the ultimate because you'll be out of there in 20 minutes. Law enforcement received countless tips from motorists about the day Tammy went missing. And looking at an ISP handwritten witness tip sheet and time sequence report, I didn't see any indication of a marked or unmarked police vehicle stopping to help. Then again, if people driving on the interstate saw a police vehicle parked next to a stalled car, I think there would be relief, no cause for alarm, and no reason to report it. In my view, it's safe to assume there was something about the person who pulled over that put Tammy at ease. The collar of a clergyman, perhaps. Maybe an elderly man. Or someone with a badge. Tammy was tough. Tammy grew up with three brothers. Tammy wasn't naive. But if a guy shows up in a collar or a guy shows up with a badge, she's going with him. Sure. I agree with you. And that kind of dovetails in perfectly with the fact that Tammy's family firmly believes that she never would have gotten into a semi-truck with a truck driver that, you know, she didn't know and had no connection to. 1992 was was a different era. It was a different time. You know, a young lady, college-bound or somewhat college-educated or getting her education, would have trusted police and would have, when stranded on the side of a, a busy road, happily uh, gotten into a squad car with someone in a position of authority. The possibility that a man in uniform was responsible for Tammy Zawicki's abduction and murder is a theory I've been pursuing since I learned from someone deeply connected to the case that as of early 2022, the prime suspect law enforcement has been zeroing in on is a former police officer.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Wake me up from the slum. In the days and weeks after I learned that a former police officer was now the prime suspect in Tammy Zawicki's abduction and murder, the puzzle pieces in this case began to fall into place. My source, who was asked to remain anonymous, told me this officer has been on law enforcement's radar since the earliest days of the investigation, and he remains at the center of the latest inquiries today. I worked for months to back up this information and weighed carefully whether to include it in the podcast. In the end, I was told that including this detail 
would not hinder the act of investigation. An accusation against a member of law enforcement isn't an easy one to make or prove. Investigators didn't want to tip off a potential suspect too early, which, for reasons I now understand, is why for many decades it was imperative that any word about this suspect stay out of the press. And in thinking about this suspect, it makes a little more sense now why it felt as if someone was mucking around with the case in the beginning of the investigation. It could also be the reason why the ISP dissolved the task force after just six months. Was it because they thought one of their own could be responsible? What's even more alarming is what I heard in early 2023. I met with another law enforcement source who confirmed the cop suspect theory. That source told me this suspect had taken two previously unplanned days off from work after Tammy was abducted, which could account for a lot of unanswered questions. Most importantly, why her body was found 500 miles away. It's a point I brought up with Jeff Padilla. There's so much land out there to dump a body that no one would ever find. And if I'm familiar with it, the land, why put her on the side of the road? Exactly. Exactly. And typically we know, you know, from my experience, a body dump is meant to create time and distance between the offender and the victim. You know, now, now that lends credence to some of those other theories. You know, why would somebody want to create time and distance between them and Tammy? Many serial killers I have interviewed have told me that the more distance they put between themselves and their victims, the better the chances are of never being connected to that victim. The fact that Tammy was missing for nine days and then found alongside a busy exit ramp in a neighboring state tells me her killer was well aware of this concept. If I'm a cop in Illinois, the last thing I'd want is for one of my colleagues to find her body. Another state, another jurisdiction. So here's a theory, right? So she's abducted. The call goes out and everyone's looking for an 18-wheeler truck driver, right? Right. Nine days pass and she's dumped by a truck stop. Yep, because everybody thought it was, you know, everybody believed it was a truck driver. So why not make it look like it was a truck driver? Right, right. And go and buy the bedding that fits the size of a, a truck berth. An important point to factor into the trucker theory is how easy it would have been for a truck driver to dump Tammy's body anywhere else but where she was found. Consider the typical over-the-road trucker who spends days traversing the country. If he's holding on to the body for nine days, he might as well have driven to Washington State and dumped her there. But to travel 500 miles and then dump her out in the open? It defies logic even for a psychopath. If I'm the offender and I'm the truck driver, and for whatever reason, she gets in the truck with me, I've got her, I'm going to take care of business, and then when she dies, straight down I-80, I just pull over, wait for, tra nobody's coming by, 
pull her body out and dump her in the in the ditch. My second source told me that a search warrant was conducted on the police officer's home in 1993. And during that search, many items of interest were found, including an old mattress in his basement and other items that made it, quote, appear as though someone was being restrained. The mattress, I'm told, was dirty and had been recently slept on and had stains that appeared to resemble blood. Could the mattress be the piece of evidence investigators were able to recently extract DNA from, test, and build a profile off of? Many of those involved in the investigation have agreed on the theory that Tammy was restrained and held hostage for the period of time she was missing. As I was speaking to Jeff Padilla about the case in general, I slipped in a question about this. Part of our concern was that you know, if you're going to restrain someone, you're going to have some ligature marks somewhere. And we had a hard time with that. We didn't, there was no clear, distinct ligature marks, which led then to, you know, it, particularly in the, in the beginning, some people believing that she was immediately killed. A victim who has been restrained for days may not always end up with ligature marks on their wrists or ankles. It all depends on how the victim is being restrained. This all led to that other issue found at Tammy's autopsy. She still had the undigested food that she had eaten right before she broke down from whatever that was, the Hardee's or whatever. So, you know, that all led to the fact, you know, that, that she may have been killed right away. And then maybe she was just kept because, you know, her body was kept for whatever reason. But that doesn't make, like, from, from a bad guy's perspective, that doesn't make sense. Because, you know, going back to the whole body dump thing, you want to get rid of that as quickly as possible. It would be very strange to hang on to somebody like that. Unless you have, you know, you had somebody like, you know, that, that, that had kept her alive somewhere. Whether Tammy was kept alive or killed right away is an important factor, especially for those desperate to know what happened to her. But it's irrelevant to the science behind catching her killer. That comes down to the DNA testing, completing a profile and matching it to the suspect. My source said investigators are currently missing one piece, but that once they have it, an arrest warrant will be signed, sealed, and served. I am fairly certain the field work on all of this has been completed and it's just a matter of time to confirm what they already know. I recently shared some of what I had learned with Jeff Padilla, who oversaw Tammy's case for many years. I, I, I'll just, I, I will only say this. That's not the first I've heard of that. Um, I, have no, I have no knowledge that he is the current focus of the investigation. Um, I am familiar with that line of inquiry, I guess we could call it. Among all the theories and leads over the past 30 years, this one seems the most credible. And according to my sources, current law enforcement believes this suspect is Tammy's killer. The news seemed to catch Jeff Padilla off guard. I would be interested that, as to who would provide you that information with knowledge of the current investigation. But I also don't want to know. So, so. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'd love to tell you, 
but I, I, I can't, I just can't. And no, I get it. It would be somebody with the same access to the, the, to the, my friends and colleagues and folks that I worked with. So, and I was told all they're waiting to do now is just match the DNA to this person. That's very interesting. Um, that's very interesting that you say that. I've reached out to those leading the current investigation a number of times, but they've declined to participate. A spokesperson for the FBI said they were unable to provide any comments outside of what has already been released, but they appreciate the podcast's efforts in helping to bring attention to the case. After working on this case for as long as I have, I'll say this. The best lead, the most practical suspect, is the former police officer I'm told law enforcement is currently pursuing. From all the intel I have been given and a few off-the-record conversations, an arrest could be imminent, which in the real world of investigations could mean months or even years. I am not holding my breath and neither should Tammy's friends and family. The last thing I want to do is give hope where there is none. I am simply reporting the information I have developed from sources with impeccable credibility and what I have been told by those who have the access and knowledge to make such claims. If this is all true, the sadder reality is that Tammy made the most responsible decision in her situation. She went with someone reliable, someone she should have been able to trust. And that fact alone makes this story all the more difficult to tell. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play oh, I'm not feeling good with today I'm just hanging in there I just uh, can't do much else with it and uh, there are I know there's going to be a couple of things a couple of articles going out about it but I'm just hanging in I called Joanne Zwicky last August on the 30th anniversary of her daughter's abduction. I thought about how hard this all must be, how draining it can get. I know what it's like for my own nephews and niece who lost their mother to murder in 1996. As a family member, you think about this stuff often. But on certain days of the year, it's impossible to think of anything else. It's hard because it brings it up again, you know, everything again. And But at the same time, you know, you, you you never know what might come out of it. There's been so many things that have been solved after so many years because of it being left in the spotlight. So, you know, I look for it for either way. But some days are good, some days aren't so good. <laughs> if hope is part of this, then I can at least offer a slight bright spot for Joanne. 26 years after my sister-in-law's murder, I have been told, investigators now have a few suspects they know committed the crime. So, despite the times when it seemed law enforcement had someone only to then be let down, or they had given up, there is sometimes light at the end. Or justice, however you look at it. Joanne told me that some people in her life encourage her to forget about all of this, to move on, to go about her days without stepping back in time. You have to go through it to know what it's like, and especially when you have the other kids, because you see what the other kids have done and what they're going through and everything. Joanne went on to tell me how hard it has been for her youngest son, Darren, who shared the first part of the road trip with Tammy and was the last one from the family to be with her. You know, you have to... uh, kind of just go with it and, and just take things the best you can from day to day. So, you know, we all go through something. And, uh, you know, as long as we're with each other and help each other and, you know, it works out well. And, uh, 
I don't know. Right now, the main thing I know now is supposedly the DNA is being tested in California by one of the best labs out there. They haven't heard anything yet. So as soon as anything comes up, you know, I'll let you know. The impact Tammy Zawicki had on those in her life is everlasting. It's something that struck me in this case, how memories of the victim were so permanent. It's rare, actually. Not something I hear all the time. Tammy's best friend, Jen Nelson, summed it up perfectly. Losing your best friend in such a horrible way at such a young age has an effect on your life. But for me, I was surrounded by people who were taking action and helping out and making sure that that there were positive things that came from this. And that made all the difference. And it continues to make all the difference from the podcast to the Facebook group of people connecting and talking about what's going on with her. There are a lot of good people out there. And there are a lot of people out there who are trying to keep other people safe and and be able to, to solve not only this crime, but others that are unsolved and to try and keep people from falling victim again. So I just really appreciate everyone else who helps tell this story too. During my conversation with Joanne, I mentioned that we have to go on, live life as full as we can, motor through, despite how difficult it can sometimes be. That's it. And I I mean, I've got three sons. I've got seven grandkids. And I can't let this be in the middle of all of that. You know, uh, they don't live near me, but I do stay in touch with them. Worry about them down there in college. I got three of them, in, one in uh, second year of college and two of them in first year of college. It's scary. There it is. That ripple effect from Tammy's abduction and murder trickling out into the world, reaching the next generation of the Zwicky family. Well, what do you hope from me? If you can bring any attention to it, bring anything out that hasn't been out there before, I'd be grateful. I mean, as people say, why do you think about all that? The years don't make any difference. You just like to know. The pain is the pain. Yeah. At the end of the day, Tammy's case will be solved through the DNA. Evidence gathered from the Missouri crime scene and other locations tested and run down by the many talented investigators working this case. My goal, always, in telling these stories is to give victims and their loved ones a voice and to try to, best I can, get family some answers, which they so much deserve. I feel at this stage, I know Tammy. And all that I have heard and learned, I believe she would have gone on to be a remarkable success. She was, by all accounts, an incredible human being. Which is why I wanted to know, from many of those I spoke with, who they thought Tammy would be today. I'm pretty sure that Tammy would be getting ready to get off work and put her hair up in a ponytail and go run and play some some fun co-ed soccer wherever she was living. I think she would have had, you know, multiple children. I think she would have had a big family like she came from. And I see her being, a, you know, a coach for soccer, whether it's kids or college. 
I kind of feel like she might have become a photojournalist. I could see her, you know, in the Ukraine documenting what's going on and, you know, just sharing her her talents in that way. I think that she had a lot of talent and a lot to offer this world. And it's a it's a great loss to the world when, when anybody is taken, but I think that she had a lot to give. And one last time, here's Tammy's mother, Joanne Zwicky. Just the, you know, the fact that why things like this has to happen, and I think about the person that did it to her, what kind of life that person's having. Yeah, why why do you take somebody's life? That's she had a lot to give. She was an all-round person. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you, the listeners, for all of your support over the years as well as to the sources who participated in this podcast. And my deepest gratitude to Tammy's friends, and most importantly, the Zwicky family, who trusted me with Tammy's story. If you are enjoying Paper Ghosts, please listen to my other iHeart podcasts, Crossing the Line with M. William Phelps and White Eagle, where I use the same storytelling elements you've heard in Paper Ghosts. Paper Ghosts is written and executive produced by me, M. William Phelps, and iHeart executive producer, Christina Everett. Additional writing by our supervising producer, Julia Weaver. Our associate producer is Darby Masters. Audio editing and mixing by Christian Bowman and Abu Zafar. Our series theme, number 442, is written and performed by Thomas Phelps and Tom Mooney. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.